All right, let's make this happen in four, three, two, one. Tuesday, March 15th, 2022. It's me, it's me, it's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's Dr. Goose on the line with my boy on the other side of the state, Mr. Fermi. Welcome back to your Anonymous Gamblers podcast. Thanks, Goose. Happy to be back. Happy that we are two days away from the true madness beginning here for March Madness. Well, it is an exciting time. This is one of our favorites. You know, we actually have games tonight that are being played NIT starting. It looks as though as Texas Southern is up 64 to 61. Uh, any thoughts? I mean, obviously, anyone who's listening to this, if they get it tonight and they listen to it quickly, uh, they may be able to get it in. Anything on that Indiana-Wyoming game for me? Or is that a pass for you? That's going to be a pass for me. I do like I like Bryant tomorrow to cover. Okay. Uh, what, are they, what are they at? Um, I, I see them as getting three and a half against Wright State. Yeah. You gonna take your Rutgers getting one here against Notre Dame? I do like Rutgers. I I don't love that Notre Dame's coming off of a loss and an early exit, so I think they're gonna be pretty stoked. So so was Rutgers. They got I'll, I'll say upset. It was a four or five matchup in the Big Ten, and Iowa. Is just, I mean, they they blew them out honestly. Well, so I'm probably gonna fade that game. I do like Rutgers makeup and I like their squad, but I'm probably gonna fade. I just don't I don't love the line. Well, here's what we're going to do, people. We're going to talk just a little bit of Calcutta here for any of you guys who have one. And we'll make that real quick because not a lot of, not a lot of people do. And then after we talk Calcutta, we're going to get right into Thursday and Friday's games. Give you any picks that we like or any past games. So, Fermi, just thinking of Calcutta, any teams of value that you see in the bracket as a whole for anyone looking to join one of those? Yeah, so, I, I mean, there are two teams that I, I sort of really like. Um... And I'm, I'm focused more on like the mid low to mid range, um, not any like I'm not even really looking at twelves and up right now. I'm, I'm trying to focus on where I think there could be value based on where their seating is. Um, and the two teams I like are UCLA. I think they're getting healthy finally. Very veteran team, as you know, they made a Final Four run previously, um, and it's much of the same squad. And they have a lot of balance. They can shoot. Good to, Good post defense. Tiger Campbell's a great point guard. Doesn't turn the ball over. Um, veteran leader. So I, I like UCLA as a four seed out of that East bracket with Baylor. And then the other team that I think people are, might be a little bit sleeping on is LSU as a six seed out of the Midwest. Um, first round matchup against Iowa State. I think they they sort of breeze through that. Iowa State started the year on complete fire and then really cooled off. And then the Wisconsin-Colgate matchup that they would get the winner of, I don't I don't know that Wisconsin is as good as, I mean, they're, they're deserving of a three-seat, but I, I think they're very beatable in that position. And I also like Colgate as a semi-sleeper that first game. Very fundamental team. Um, they share the ball really well. Very good passing team. Um, and it should be a good matchup against Wisconsin. So I just think LSU had a decent draw there. They they know Auburn, which is the two seed out of that that region. 
Um, so those are my two leans, UCLA and LSU. I actually think Arizona's better than Gonzaga, and I like Texas Tech as a three. I know that's biased, but I think that defense walks all the way through um, into the Elite Eight. I really believe that they can beat Duke. I don't think they're going to be overly challenged by Alabama or Rutgers or Notre Dame. Um, and Gonzaga is going to run into maybe a potential issue with UConn or Arkansas. I know everyone's high on Vermont right now, maybe, but I think Utah, UConn's a very good team as well. So um, that could be up and down the floor. And with Tech, how well they play on defense and how they slow the game down, that could really frustrate the Zags. So I like that. Uh, Virginia Tech is another team that I think everyone's buying high right now, but I agree with it, actually. I think Texas is trash. I don't think they're any good. I think a six seed is far too high for them. I think they're actually they're an eight or a nine seed. I don't know why they got as much grace as they did. I think San Diego State's a better team than them. I think Creighton had a better performance and could be better than them. Uh, I like the the up and down of uh, a couple games that I'll get into, but as far as like a Calcutta is concerned, the other sleeper that my boy and I have been talking about uh, is USC for me. Uh, coming out against Miami and then uh, you know running into Auburn. Boy, something like LSU upsets Wisconsin. I, I kind of like Wisconsin, to be honest with you, but USC's a good team, and I think that they could really kind of sleepwalk their way into the Elite Eight for sure. Not a bad, not a bad lean. Um, I haven't followed Auburn too closely um, throughout the year. I mean, I've been reading up on them a little bit, but that would be my biggest concern for USC. Just Auburn gets up and down the court. They're pretty well-rounded. Play a pretty tough schedule. Um, but the, you know what I mean. This Anything can happen. That's why they call it madness. Well, we're going to get into this, and we're going to run through this like we normally do with kind of a little bit of a coffee and quick picks along with our Wednesday uh, bonanza here. So I'm going to run through five games at a time, and then Mr. Fermi and I are going to say whether we like them or pass. So here we go. Starting at 12.15 on Thursday the 17th, Michigan minus 2.5 over under 139.5 against Colorado State. San Diego, I'm sorry, South Dakota State. Getting two against Providence, over under 149.5. Memphis, minus 2.5, over under 133 against Boise State. Norfolk State getting 21.5 against Baylor, over under 137.5. And Longwood is getting 17 against Tennessee, over under 132. Fermi, anything from the first five games that I've mentioned? So I will be on Longwood plus 17. That's what I saw this afternoon. This team is. They can shoot it. They, they're they sixth in the nation, three-point percentage. They spread the court, good passing team, penetrate the pitch, and they camp at the three-point line and just and gun. I, I really like them to cover. Um, and also, a lot of people are giving Tennessee. I mean, they if they come in flat at all, Longwood's the kind of team that could, could get up, you know, 15-4 very, very quickly on a couple made threes, and then that, that game changes significantly. Um, I'm not saying they're going to beat, beat Tennessee, but I definitely like them to cover the spread. Um, the other game that I that you mentioned, Providence. Thank you. Yeah, so Providence, South Dakota State. I This is a weird one. So Providence is a four seed. South Dakota State, people love them. Um, Providence, and it's a, it's a clash of tempos here. So Providence is very slow. South Dakota State loves to run um, and go up-tempo, but Providence is, I think they have six juniors and a senior that are in their main rotation, and I just think they're, they're 
they will they will control the tempo. Um, even if it feels like South Dakota State's going to be up and down the court, I think Providence is going to slow it down. Um, I sort of like the under in that game because of that, and I also think Providence will will cover. It's minus two right now. I, I so on my sheet, here's the numbers I have from Ken Palm. Okay, this is adjusted offense, defense, and then tempo. Providence, 31st, 79th, 273rd. And then San Diego, uh, God, I keep saying San Diego, South Dakota State, 12th, 220th, 59th. If Providence just gets their stops, I, I mean, I don't see how they don't win this game by 12, Fermi. Yeah, I like Providence. And I know there's going to be a lot of money on South Dakota State. I mean, the, for this to be a 413 matchup and the line is two, it's just mind blowing to me. But and, and the total went from 142 to 149 and a half. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on Providence in the under is where I was leaning. Well, that's how that's how Providence wins the game, right? Exactly. That's what you yeah. want. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm uh, Providence minus two is one of my picks. I hope that drops down to a pick 'em. I, I, I'd be shocked if South Dakota State beats them outright. I mean, again, I understand that they're the cool team, right? They're the they're the three point shooting. They're the up and down the court that everyone wants to cheer for, and then Providence can just frustrate them. And just, I mean, their size alone, I think, should be able to take care of South Dakota State. I don't know. The other thing is, is that, what do you think about that over for Longwood, Tennessee, then, at 132? Fair. I mean, yeah, that's a low number. Longwood, can, they can shoot it. They're sixth in percentage. So if, if they take a high volume, I mean, if, if they are shooting frequent threes by spreading the court, trying to penetrate and get open looks, I, and Tennessee's defense has been hit or miss this year, in my opinion. Um, to get a little lazy at times. So I, I really want, I hope Longwood pulls off an upset that would shatter a lot of brackets early. Richmond, Iowa at 310. Richmond getting 10.5, over under 151. Georgia State getting 23.5, over under 149.5 against Gonzaga. Marquette getting 3.5, over under 152 against North Carolina. Uh, Connecticut minus six and a half over under one thirty two against New Mexico State and Kentucky minus seventeen and a half over under one thirty two against St. Peter's. Fermi, I love this Marquette North Carolina over. Yeah, so I mean, my note says it feels like an obvious over at one fifty two. I actually like Marquette plus three and a half in that one. Um, I, I, it's tough to get a read on North Carolina. They. If Baycott is sort of handled, if, if Marquette has an answer for him and they can keep him off the glass, which is easier said than done. He's a machine inside. Um, I think Marquette can hang and certainly win that game. Um, it's going to come down to rebounding, and Marquette is not a great rebounding team, um, but they, they have a good offense, and, and North Carolina is sort of hit or miss on D as well. So I like Marquette. I lean the three and a half there. I don't know that I'm going to take the over. Um because I think that number could even climb more before tip. Adjusted offense for both teams, 27-62nd. Their defenses are not bad, 64th, 46th, but their tempo for me, oh my goodness. Top 50 for both of them. It just feels like they're going to fly up and down the court. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that, that certainly feels... This is like a... This is one of your over overs that, that the line in football is like 72. Right, and, it, and then it ends up at like 100 points, so... Yeah, um, Oh yeah, a little little Sunbelt Fun Belt Conference USA. Let's get back to it. Woo Speaking of the Mountain West, San Diego State. There they are. Minus two and a half over under one nineteen, the lowest total 
on the day against Creighton. Vermont getting five against Arkansas. Over-under is now 139.5. San Francisco getting one and a half against Murray State. Over-under 136.5. And then Akron over-under is 128.5 against UCLA. And UCLA is minus 13.5. Fermi, on my notes, I actually like the over for Arkansas. Vermont, I could be wrong on this. I just like it at a glance. I look at their adjusted offenses. And they're both very good, and their Ds are good too. I, I just don't know. Is, are, is Vermont going to be able to slow Arkansas down? If Arkansas starts scoring points, Vermont's going to have to respond. That's just how I view it in these situations. I know, and, and I worry about strength of schedule. I mean, Vermont hasn't seen that type of athleticism playing um, in the American East. So I, I don't know. I, I'm probably going to stay away from that game entirely. Uh, that allows me to root for the upset in, in Vermont, but... I don't, I, would, I don't think I'm going to put any money on it. Anything on any of their games where they all passes? I, I like San Francisco. I, I mean, people love Murray State. Um, San Francisco is really good. Um, I think they have a really, really good shot to win that game outright. The, the line right now is plus one and a half. That's one of my favorite picks um, for this, this, or this first round is, is San Francisco. I think they are a very, very good team. Friday, the 18th, starting at 12.15 p.m., Loyola, Chicago, in a pick against Ohio State, over-under 132.5. Jacksonville State getting 15.5, over-under 138.5 against Auburn. Texas Tech, minus 15.5, over-under 132 against Montana State. Purdue, minus 15.5, over-under 143 against Yale. And Villanova, minus 15.5, over-under 133.5 against Delaware Fermi, what do you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I'm on any of these games. The game that I'm most intrigued about is Purdue-Yale. Um, such a size mismatch. It's not even close. Purdue has two towers, and Yale's biggest play, I think their biggest starter is like 6-7. So they're, I think they are going to go small and maybe even guard heavy, which is probably going to put them very vulnerable inside, of course. But we'll see who makes the coaching change. They're going to be very slow on defense, and that is their weakness. So that's a matchup that I'm, I'm just intrigued to watch. <coughs> Excuse me. If it pans out like, like how I think it will. I think Yale is going to be fun to watch um, in that matchup. And they, they're going to exploit Purdue. I think they're going to show a lot of people how to beat Purdue. Um, and Purdue struggled at, towards the end of the Big Ten as well. Now, I understand it's only an hour difference. For these teams, maybe it's two for Texas uh, for Texas Tech, because I think they're in the Central, not in the Mountain. So it's only an hour for Montana, but that's an 11:45 a.m. game for Texas Tech, and that's a 12:45 um, uh, p.m. game for Montana State. Sometimes these morning games for me, it's hard to get that ball to drop, and so I understand I'm not an uh, an under person, but when it was at 1:34, yeah, 1:32 and a half, I don't know. I think Tech's going to want to slow this thing down and get out the door and get ready for the next one. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm homering it. What do you think? No, I think that's a smart smart play. And a pretty deep analysis to look at start times um, and the travel there. So I I'm probably staying away from that regardless. But I, I like the intel. Miami is getting one and a half against USC over under one thirty nine and a half. Virginia Tech is getting one at. Uh, excuse me, against Texas, over-under 123.5. Illinois, minus 7.5, over-under 135.5. And, 
Duke minus 19 over under 146.5 against Cal State Fullerton. And LSU minus 4.5 over under 127.5. Fermi, my money will be on the USC Trojans minus 1.5. They've got my money for the day. Yeah, and I'm going to be on, excuse me, LSU. I already talked about them in the open. And then the other team I like, I'm going to take Chattanooga to cover. I think that's a good matchup for them against Illinois. I know they're going to struggle to have an answer for Coburn, but they do have DeSouza, who was the transfer from Kansas. He can defend um, pretty well, and they're going to be putting Coburn in the pick and roll. So we'll see what happens. I like Chattanooga's guards. It's a good matchup against Illinois' guards. Um, I think they hang and make that a tight game. Finishing it out. Houston, minus 8.5, over-under 136 against UAB. Davidson getting 1 against Michigan State, over-under 140.5. Colgate getting 7, over-under 139 against Wisconsin. Seton Hall, minus 1, over-under 130 against TCU. And a game that's not listed, but I hope it is. I'm not sure who Arizona is playing for me, whether it's Bryant or Wright State, but I hope it's Bryant because their tempo is 7th and adjusted on Ken Palm. I hope that's an over. I will take that over in the game. And here's another team that I like that I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to. TCU against Seton Hall. I like TCU, the Horned Frogs. I think they get this win in this game. So do I. I like TCU a lot right now. That might be my favorite play of, of these first two games, first two rounds. Um, or first two days, I should say. They're a very good rebounding team. They're going to control the tempo. I also like the under. They're, I mean, it's... I think TCU wins that game handily, to be honest. For me? The other game, the, the last game that I will talk about, Colgate. Okay. I like them um, to cover against Wisconsin. I, I think they stay close. That's a very good, they get a good matchup there. I think Wisconsin and Colgate match up very, very similarly in terms of style of play. Um, I think the difference maker is going to be Jordan Davis. I don't, I don't know that Colgate really has an answer for him personally, but... I think they have a really good team, underrated, spread the ball, tough to defend, don't turn the ball over either. So it should be a really good matchup. Fermi, I'm ready to spend some money this weekend. We are at 18 minutes and 22 seconds. Keeping this under 20, any closing thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I of course, just like most people, I, I want to see a lot of update upsets on those first two days. Um, hopefully it's not against the favorites that I'm taking. Um in the betting lines, but a couple of the mid-majors that I really hope hang in there are Chattanooga, Longwood, Vermont, and I'd like to see South Dakota State um, in the Providence game. I'm probably going to be on the Providence side, but um, South Dakota State, I sort of do have a soft spot for them as well. TCU for me, also New Mexico State, I'd like to see them upset. Vermont, maybe, it depends if I go over or not. want to see Texas Tech get pretty far in this thing. Um, I know everyone's real heavy on the Murray State train for me, but I think San Francisco, you might get some value on there. And Kentucky's a little beat up, aren't they? Yeah, a little bit. I, I, I mean, I don't know that San Fran can, can hang with Kentucky, but um, the, I, I think Kentucky could come out of that East region pretty pretty easily, to be honest with you. With the exception, I think UCLA is the other team they need to watch out for. Well, this is one of my favorite times of the year, and I'm glad that we got to do this. And we'll definitely do something next week for the uh, Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight games. We'll definitely take we'll definitely take a look at the Sweet 16 games and talk about them and see what we like. One of the best times of the year, something that we've done for a long time. Whenever we used to get together and go hang out and play basketball and watch and gamble all day, 
Good times. We'll have to do it again in the near future. But for Mr. Fermi and myself, we're happy that you guys join us. We hope that you have a great week and enjoy all the March Madness. And remember, while you're in that madness, it's only a problem when you're losing. Have a great one, guys, and we'll talk to you next week.